0: Hey, welcome back to the latest installment of the Sip to podcast, and I'm your host, Coach Evans. I've uh, been away for a while. Last time we did a podcast, we did the um, ESPN beat reporter for the Minnesota Vikings, Courtney Cronin, who covered sports in Mississippi while I was still coaching in Mississippi. But today we're going to fire this podcast back up. And mainly what we're going to do with the podcast as of right now is do our recaps after the game. Uh, um basically our Monday morning quarterbacking and in this case it'd be Tuesday morning quarterbacking because of what inspired or uh, what happened um Monday night. So a brief overview um of what went happen of what happened, I'm sorry. An amazing game versus the Colts last night. Uh three quarters of abysmal football. Uh, the defense kinda hung around. Khaled Campbell made plays, Tavon made some plays to kind of keep us in striking distance. But it was it was not a good situation to to watch. It was I don't want not say depressing, but it was disheartening to to look like we were not really prepared for what um, the coach were were going to throw at us. But um, you know, some things happened, some things changed, and the football guards were on our side, and Lamar freaking Jackson went eight. You know what? But uh, let's get into the, the rundown of the game, and we'll kind of talk about the different things uh, once we get to them. Uh, let's talk about the scores first to start off with. The Coach opened it up with a 76-yard pass to um, Taylor Jonathan Taylor out the backfield. Uh, I still think that was holding on Tavon. The receiver had his arms outside the framework of the body. I don't care what level of football it is, that's holding. And that play should have came back. But that put him up 7-0. Then we follow up with a Justin Tucker um, field goal. They follow up with a blanking field goal. Um, that, that wasn't a field goal when Marlon got the, the offside before that. So the next play was uh, Michael Pittman on a, an amazing catch over uh, Anthony Averitt. Uh, Averitt didn't have a great day, great day at all. Y'all know how I, how I love Anthony Averitt, but he didn't. They, they picked on Anthony Averitt last night. Um, after that, Taylor with a four yard run. And at that point, it's 22 to three because they tried to get a two point conversion and didn't. Uh now, here, here comes things that starts to be in our favor. A bomb to Marquise Hollywood Brown, a 43-yard touchdown. That makes it 22 to 9. We tried the two-point conversion, didn't get it. That's the one where Lamar reached out and his elbow hit the ground right before um he got to the end zone. They follow that up with another field goal from Blankenship. And this is the one where they missed the play before, because I think they had the punter out, then brought the kicker in after Marlin got the all-sides. So that put him up 25 to 9. And it was still, at this point, wasn't really looking good, but the offense got heated, heated definitely after this. Uh, a couple cornerbacks went down for them, and they were already short some corners, and we didn't adjust. We stayed an empty in empty and 10 personnel the the rest of the game. And even though we was in 11 personnel, that still was empty, too, because Mark Andrews was kind of playing the slot. Uh, so right after that, we had the five-yard pass from Mark, to Mark Andrews uh, for a touchdown, then a four-yard touchdown to Mark Andrews, and then in the overtime, let me see. Andrews got, hold on, Take this out. Andrews got the touchdown and a two-point conversion to make us have 17. Then he got the touchdown and a two-point conversion to make us have 25. And we win the game in overtime with the pass to Hollywood. That, so that's the score and recap. Obviously, Andrews, Andrews scored, let's see, six and six is 12. And the two-point plays, that's. 14. Andrew scored 16 points by himself with touchdowns and two-point conversions. That was huge. That was huge. Now, moving on. Individual stats. Uh, Russian, they were determined not to let us run the ball. We only finished with 86 yards rushing. Lamar had the most with 62. Um, this is my take on the running back position for us. And these are the guys I think should, should be on the team and active. I think Murray should be there. I think Le'Veon should be there. And I think we need to find a speed guy. We need to find a speed guy that when we run um, outside zone or we run uh, power read, a guy that if he gives it, can get the edge and turn it up. None of the guys we have have that burst to get the edge and turn it up. I don't know if it's a guy out there in free agency that has that. So we may just have to stick with what we got. And if we do stick with what we got, I think Freeman should be the odd man out. I think Williams should be the, the third running back until he gets better at pass pro. But I think Freeman should be the odd man out because he just don't have the uh-uh that he used to have. And um, Murray and and Bell are bigger backs and can kind of give you a little more. But the big stat of the night, Lamar Jackson, 37 of 43. Now, watching the game, you know, I knew he completed a lot of passes. But when I saw the stat line, I was amazed that he only had six incompletions, six. So if I'm not mistaken, if my math is right, That's an 86% completion rate for over 40 attempts. That's nuts. And I was watching Shannon this morning. I think Shannon said he was the first person to have, no, for over 40 yards had the highest completion percentage. Not, Not Drew Brees, not Tom Brady, not one of those other goats in the quarterback position. Lamar Jackson. 37 for 43, 442 yards no interceptions, no interceptions, throwing darts all over the field, throwing darts all over the field. Let's go to the catching. Andrews, career day, 13 targets, 11 catches, 147 yards. And if it wasn't for Lamar, you know, throwing it to other people, you could almost say Andrews took over this game. Almost, You could almost say that. The passing game, the passing game definitely took over for the Ravens offense, but I'm just amazed at at what these guys did. Now, not to be outdone by Andrews, Hollywood. 10 targets, nine catches, 125 yards with a long of 43. Both guys had two touchdowns, Andrews and Brown. Now, other guys and this is this this is the key part to me. Those guys had big, big games, but he sprinkled it around. Duvernay four catches, Freeman three catches, Sammy two catches before he got hurt, Prochet two catches, Uh, Williams two catches, Murray two catches, Oliver two catches. He, You know, he had his big guys, but other guys chipped in in important spots where they need to. Like some of those catches, Freeman had and Murray had out the backfield late in the game. They were huge. They were huge when, when Indiana, Indianapolis decided to cover the, the receivers and the tight ends deeper down the field, take away the intermediate and deep routes. So those little check downs to the running backs were huge, especially in those last drives. Seven, eight yards. Seven, eight yards. Five, six yards. Huge. And the discipline of Lamar to not be greedy and go for the big play. Check it down, get first down. Check it down, get first down, get the drive going. The discipline from Lamar was was amazing. Um, and those are the main like individual stats I want to talk about. Again, Russian didn't didn't get the hundred yards. That that streak is over. Which is there was the Broncos and the Colts job. You're not getting a hundred yards. We barely got it versus. Um, the Broncos didn't get it versus the Colts, but that passing game is going to open up the running line, so I'm not even worried about that. Another big stat I want to talk about. Third down efficiency. We finished the game 3 of 8, but at halftime, we were 0 for 5. At halftime and third down if uh, plays, we were 0 of 5. So that means that second half we were 3 of 3. 100% completing those passes in the second half and the stat that I know I love everybody know I love it time of possession one time of possession by 3 minutes and 51 seconds so i'm going to assume time of possession was close or we were down when overtime started cuz we had the ball the entire overtime but we still one time of possession won a game that's one of the biggest stats you know that i think helps us but it was fairly even it was 33 minutes to 30 minutes uh first downs they had 29 we had 30 Um, the drives. I really want to talk about those last four drives. The last four drives of the Ravens, when we got into basically spread and ran up tempo. Started with three minutes in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Three minutes in the third quarter. um, Ended in a touchdown. The next drive started with 12 minutes in the fourth quarter. Touchdown. The next one started with 429 left. In the fourth quarter, touchdown. And that's right after the block field goal. So our last four drive, touchdown, 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 touchdown. Our first four drives, punt, punt, punt. Look at this, the adjustment made. The adjustment. And had we had we figured out the the kind of pick up the tempo and beat spread early in the game, we potentially could have blew blew their doors off. But definitely once those cornerbacks got hurt. That was the right right move. And plus, we were kind of forced into it anyway because we were down so much. Moving on. Uh, I didn't really notice this guy during the game. And it wasn't a lot to say about what the defense did during the game because everybody's still, you know, bashing queen, bashing queen, bashing queen. And, yeah, he's not playing good, but I'm just really tired of the the bashing. Like, he's the only guy out there playing defense. But uh, Brandon Stevens, And Stevens had 11 tackles. Eleven, and I know, and you would think, okay, why? A safety got eleven tackles, but he played he play around the box too now. So some of those tackles are on run, or close to close to the line of scrimmage. They ain't all just passes completed in front of them and tackles. So I got to go back and take a, a, a deeper look at Brandon Stevens this game. And I said I wasn't doing the no defensive videos, but if I go back and look at this game, and he did some stuff worth putting putting out, I will, I will do that. Uh, we had another sack by Owe. again always making me eat crow every week, and. Crow starting to taste good when it relates to uh, Adafi Owe. Uh, Chuck Clark played a decent game. Somebody else had a sack. Tavon Young. Tavon Young had the bonehead play of the game, but up until then, he was balling. He had a sack. He had some PBUs. had some tackles right, you know, I don't know if he had tackle for loss, but he had some tackles right around the line of scrimmage. He had three tackle for losses, matter of fact. I'm looking at it now. Tavon balled other than that, They little bonehead play versus uh, Jack Doyle. But and Jack Doyle initiated that, but a second man always get caught. Football guys helped us on that. Moving on, let's see, let's see what I got. I highlighted some stuff, I'm flipping through my notes. Oh, so that, that's it for as stat wise. And really, just to sum this up, man, Lamar, bro, did your thing, man. All those narratives need to come to an end. Um. EDC, you might want to go ahead and put that call in to Brinks and um have them start, you know, shoveling the Scrooge McDuck money into the truck because um like I think uh, Mike Wallace tweeted last night, nobody does more for their team than Lamar does. Hollywood tell you like when they, they say when they got eight out there, they feel like they're never out of the game. He inspires the entire team. As humble as he is, he he inspires the whole team, and he probably not a rah 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 leader, but he leads them guys. They respect him, they look up to him, and when he when he in the right frame of mind, they get it to go So Lamar, i salute. I'm, I'm glad to be a fan of yours, a fan of the Ravens. You know, with with you as the QB, and um, this is my first podcast in a, in a while, feels kind of strange sitting here recording this, and I'm doing it on Anchor. I don't have my SoundCloud account right now, so I don't know if it's going to go to Apple Music, but if it does go to Apple Music, when it hits, I'll definitely uh, tweet that out so you guys can check it out. And the Sip to Tally, pod- Sip to Tally podcast is back. It's back in effect. It's going to bounce around, but right now we're doing post-game recaps, and um, we're going to go from there. Hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Make sure you um, follow me on Twitter at James 9 on YouTube, Sip to Tally, the Tally is the YouTube channel, and IG, Sip the Tally Films. See y'all soon. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me. Peace.